Hello and welcome to the Win Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value to make it worth your time. Happy Money Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. This is Chris Ross. To catch everyone back up to speed in our last episode, and with my first episode in three weeks, I took some time and shared my thoughts on identifying intangible elements of communication, starting with rapport and tonality. One of the components that I am most proud of when training companies, sales leaders, sales reps, etc., is that I intend to ensure to keep the buyer's perspective in mind at all times. You will not have to look hard on the internet to find information on how to master tonality or developing rapport. However, most of the information I have researched is missing one crucial factor. Most don't speak enough about how to move prospective buyers emotionally and logically with the right intentions. The only way, and I mean the only way, to do this effectively is to develop a real connection with your buyers. Some people will say that this takes time, too much time, perhaps. But what if I told you it doesn't take much time if you know how to cultivate the right environment for your buyer to feel safe? As promised on a previous episode, I invited Wes Bays back on so we can discuss and go more into detail on how to cultivate the right approach for you to be successful with your prospective buyers. To all the listeners out there, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, it's okay, don't go anywhere. Just make sure you go back to our previous episode after you listen to this one all the way to the end. After careful consideration with my team members, we felt it was best for me to release an episode each Monday, a small episode, going over a topic. Then on Thursday, continue that conversation when I invite Wes Bays back on to discuss how to roll it out to make more of an impact in your current situation. So that brings me to my request. What I'm asking from each one of the listeners is to take the time, find a link in the description box, and fill out our feedback form. That way, we're able to handle any kind of questions, comments, concerns that you may have. The intention of this podcast was not just to get on here and speak about the things that we learned over the years. The intention was to make sure that we're helping 
everybody listening in. So with that being said, I need to hear from you. What are your thoughts? What are your questions? What are your concerns? If you can't find a link in the description box, visit our website at tcrconsultingagency.com or you can find us on any one of our social media channels. I promise you, we're not that hard to find. Before we kick this up a couple notches and dive right in, take the time and click on the link in the description box where you will find show notes and any kind of offers that we mentioned in today's episode. Just to let you know, anything that we offer will be free and no charge to you. This is our way of showing our appreciation to everyone out there that tunes in for our podcast. All right, is everyone ready? Let's dive right in. Wes, welcome back. How's it going? Doing good, Chris. How about yourself? Man, you know me. I'm always good, even on my worst day, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to be able to speak to you. I know it's our first one in quite a while, about three weeks or so. And you know, today's topic, you know, before I get a little ahead of myself, I want to kind of explain to the listeners a little bit further exactly the new format that we're rolling out with the podcast. Do you do me a favor and kind of give them a little bit more insight on the deciding factors and why we're releasing two episodes a week rather than one long one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the really the biggest deciding factor was impact. Right? And, you know, our biggest focus, especially, well, has always been impact, but moving into this year as well is you know, how much more value can we really give um, in a way that's going to be you know, digestible for most people, the way that they can really take it in and actually use it. Right. And, you know, so going to two videos or two, I'm sorry, two episodes a week, it's going to allow us to be able to give more, not just bite-sized pieces, but more direct training on very specific topics that, you know, will allow everyone to be able to really start using it effectively in their day-to-day operations and their day-to-day life. And so, you know, going into, you know, Mondays, being that training day, right, where we just talk about a very specific topic, you know, whether it's you, Chris, as giving that training or myself about a very specific topic. Now, what I want to stress, though, is that um, it's all going to be driven by the listeners, right? For everyone who's listening to this, it's really going to be driven by you. And and that feedback and you putting in, you know, questions about what you want to learn more of, that's what's going to allow us to make much more impact on these episodes, uh, you know, and then Thursdays, obviously being, you know, recapping from what Monday's training was and kind of going a little bit deeper and, and more, well, deeper and broad, right, when it comes to uh, the training as well. And again, being able to give everyone what they need. So, um, you know, we're excited about this format. I think it's going to be really, it's going to do really well. Uh, but again, I want to stress the fact that it is driven by you, you know, by by everyone who's listening to this. And so we just, well, we're highly encouraging that you do, you know, send in the feedback and engage in our groups that we're going to um, talk about here today. And, um, you know, and obviously join our family in, in the way that we want you to. Touched on something important, you know, family. And you touched on, you know, trying to get our reach a little bit more extended with the people that we're serving and we're helping. Because, you know, the podcast originally started me trying to explain both sides of the buyer-seller relationships. And I think that's something that brought us together, Wes, is that we, you know, we're extremely passionate about helping people first rather than trying to sell. And a lot of people understand you know, the science behind it, biology. I mean, it, it's a lot of different types of components and factors when you're looking into tapping into someone emotional space you know, and, and trying to explain the logic and making the right decision for them moving forward. Um, the social, the, the social media side, 
you know, I don't know if all the listeners know this, but we don't really get on here and try to pitch on podcasts because if we use utilize these platforms in, in this to, you know, express ourselves and help other people that we normally don't get a chance to help. But Wes owns a social media agency and he's the founder and a CEO and it does extremely well. Wes, can you talk to them a little bit more in depth about what that is and why you started that business? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so social scale media is a, well, it's a full scale, you know, marketing agency. And so we, you know, we help uh, on the social uh, social media side as well, and also just on the advertising side and branding side, right? So our overall mission is to um, create effective brands um, that can, that scale, right? And so uh, it's very, very important. And I mean, 2020, and even in the last decade, you know, social media and being out there in front of people and, and making an impact is, is much more important now than ever before, because it's not that now you get to give value. It's not that you actually have to give value. We're in an age where the more value that you give, that's how you're going to receive. Right. And and so what we found, the reason why we started that that agency is because we found that a lot of people you know, especially when it comes to social media, they're, they're focused so hard on, you know, how many followers are you getting, right? How, um, you know, how many people are, well, how many people are following you back? How, you know, what kind of content are you putting out there? And they're focused just maybe on some of the wrong things, right? And what we found was that not a lot of people are focused on truly giving the right value to the, to the people who they need to make an impact on in order for them to really start to grow. And, uh, and so that's really what, you know, um, and, and I just couldn't, I didn't find any agencies out there that were really doing it in, in that type of way, right? People can, they promise you they're going to get you a lot more followers. They promise you that you're going to have a better presence, right? And things along those lines. But nobody ever talked about the person on the other side, which is who, who matters is the person that you're reaching out to. And so our focus really is to how can we effectively uh, bring your message to the marketplace and effectively uh, impact your potential target audience, right? And your potential customer, client, listener, whatever it is. Um, and so and that's what we do. I appreciate you taking the time to go through that, give the listeners a little bit more insight on what you're all about. The reason why I asked for you to take the time to kind of explain it to the listeners, well, for two reasons. One, it goes with why we decided to release two episodes a week rather than one long one. Because the outcome that we're searching for here at the Win-Win Effect is to be able to widen our audience a little bit and our reach so we can encourage our listeners to engage more with us because we don't want to record a bunch of episodes so far in advance that we're losing touch with what's happening and what people need now. Because since launching the feedback link inside a description box, we've received tons of emails and messages from our listeners asking us questions about the episodes. Because there's a lot of podcasts out there, Wes, that are only surface level and you see a lot of interviews and they talk about their businesses and whatnot. What we want to do is something a little bit different. We want to be able to provide enough value for people to be able to implement instantly so they can receive better results in whatever they're working on, or at least have a better understanding on both sides of the buyer-seller relationships. To loop it back properly to today's topic of foundation of mastering tonality, is every person out there needs to understand in order for you to be able to deliver your message properly, it's all about how you're perceived and how well you're able to establish that real connection with your prospective buyers. And I know that you agree with me on this, Wes, but 
wouldn't it be easier for everybody to understand that bigger picture? I would. And, and you know, funny enough that we're just talking about marketing because whether this is sales or even in your marketing, the, the way that you come across to someone else um, and the way that you sound, whether it's confidence, whether it's in just the volume of your voice, whether it's the, the frequency in which you're speaking in, all of that has a direct impact on whether that person will engage with you and will see you as an authority. Right. Just to tie this back into the previous episode, Wes, and make sure that we're staying on point with that. What are some things that jumped out to you the most that you would like to comment on? Well, really two things. One, obviously, being tonality um, and the way that, that you come across. But the second part of that is how you're perceived, right? And the, that first impression, right? And how people you know, what people think of you at, at a glance, right? And, um, you know, one thing that we, that you and I talked about, Chris, that, you know, the science behind impressions, right? And, you know, people are going to judge you within the first five seconds of meeting you, right? So how you, and it goes to everything, right? How you're dressed, the way you look, but but also how you sound. And, you know, how, how do you come across this, the second you open your mouth, right? And so, and I'm glad that we're, we're really diving into this here today because I think this is an extremely important um, lesson when it comes to your interaction with your prospective buyers because you can have all the right ideas, you can have all the right intentions, but if you don't sound that way when you come across or if you don't sound confident enough or whatever it may be, this is where you, you won't make as much of an impact as you would like to in your career in, you know, in that conversation with your prospective buyer. So that's, I, I believe, really the biggest thing that I took away from it. And, and I'm glad we're diving more into this. Give a little bit more insight and go deeper with that piece with the tonality. And a lot of people think that tonality is just going up and down with your pitch, you know, or saying things like you're telling someone a secret. It's not true. I mean, because there's primary modes of communication is visual, vocal, and verbal. Verbal is the words you actually use. People are going to understand those words depending on what language it is, right? You got vocal is the tonality. That's the that's the piece that you're looking at. That's going to keep people engaged in what you're talking about. Then you have visual. See, phone sales in, in person are completely different. And, and I know that we speak about this a lot, but I've done both. When you're looking at visual, like and a lot of people don't believe this, but it's, it's, it's so true. When you're on a phone and you've never met someone, and you're calling you for the first time, cold call, whatever, you literally have two to like five seconds in your own mind before you start visualizing in your own head in a visual picture of who that person is. Would you agree? I would. I mean, that's why, you know, for me, if, if I'm making a phone call out, I'm not trying to sound like I have, and I don't, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but, you know, slick, a greasy slick back hair, Right. And, right. and you know, I'm in a boiler room trying to make a sale. Right. And so I completely agree with that. Right. Because you're talking about perception. Right. And, and, and getting your own the right idea and the first impressions, everything. You know, if I got on the phone with someone and it sounded like a sleazy car salesman, I mean, it, I probably wouldn't go far. I probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. I'd probably be working for somebody else. But we are all visual creatures and are influenced by what we see. You know, again, in person, you have a fraction of a second before you, the person you're communicating with forms their first impression. But here's the thing. When you're getting the first impression or in person, you need to understand what you say or what you don't say. It means something. What you're wearing, how you're doing it, maybe your eye contact, whatever's on your shirt, how long your beard is. If you don't have a beard, 
everything makes a difference. Okay. It becomes easier for them to actually get an impression of who you are. Okay. What they're trying to do, I hope ladies and gentlemen are paying attention to this, is they're trying to match the words that you're saying go with what you look like. How true is that, Wes? That's very true because you're aligning the two together and, and it's going to make a lot more sense for them or not make sense for them by the way you look and sound. And so and one thing that also I'd like to add on to that is, and I know we had talked about this previously, is authenticity. Right. Right. And so, you know, if again, if if you are trying to sound a certain way, maybe you look or you don't look the way that you're trying to sound, you're going to come in, come off as authentic not authentic, right? So inauthentic. And so it's, um, I want to stress that point because a lot of people, you know, they think they have to be a very specific way when in turn, you know, you, we more, more so you have to be yourself, but obviously to a point yet, you have to be yourself and who you are, but also being mindful of how you're coming across, across to the other person as well. Right. So, but I completely agree with you. I mean, the way if you're sounding different than what, than even the way that you look, it doesn't matter. Even if that is, you know, it doesn't matter to to the client because they already have that perception of you based off of what they're seeing and then what they're hearing. Right. And that's how you persuade people and having them believe whatever you're saying is true, is tonality. That's the missing ingredient to be able to move people from one side to the other of trust. Everything in life's about trust. You're not going to get in a car and drive to drive wherever the hell you want to go. If you believe you're not going to make it there safely, would you drive there? Of course not. Right. I'm trusting the fact that I'm going to get where I'm going safely because that's where the flight or flight mechanism kicks in, in your brain, reptilian part of your brain. People don't understand how much this plays into everything we do in all walks of life. People that are do sales, they don't realize how much impact they actually have on people's lives. And it goes with, the tonality is made up of, you know, a bunch of different components. You got pitch, rate, volume, inflections, tempo. You know, there's a variety. I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can actually make an impact with people and holding their attention. You know, like with the pitch, I guess we'll go with that one first. You got highness and then lowness of your voice. Women, some women back in the day, they like, hello, like Sam Elliott. You know what that is? <laughs> people love that voice. And then you got other voices, a high pitch. Hey, man, how's it going? You know, like a little squeaky person. Right. Does that change your perception of the person if someone's real high pitch or low pitch? Oh, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 funny you say that because it really does. You know, I I tend to get along more with people who have a a lower pitch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So if, if I if I'm with if I'm around someone, and this is just me personally, my personality, if I'm if I'm around someone that's really squeaky and talks really fast, it tends to drain my energy just being around that person. So I get what you're saying. All right, you get some earplugs, right? And you get the rate of the speech, you know, the speed. You know, like I said before, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Typically, people from the South talk a little slower because they got nowhere to go. That's a joke that New Yorkers have. They got nowhere to go, nowhere to be. It's not true. They just talk a little slower with a draw. Well, people from New York talk fast at a very fast pace and a rate. If you're talking too fast for someone in the South, that's not going to do well with them because people like most like them similar or who they want to become. Tony Robbins said that. And it's true. So your tonality is everything. If I can give any advice for anybody that does talk fast, because I talk fast. I'm one of those weirdos from the South that does talk fast. And they, still to this day, I get excited and I start talking fast. They're like, whoa, what are you talking about? 
take a breath, work on your composure and breathe and then speak. How much does that play a part when it comes to tonality, do you think? It's extremely important because I, I used to be a victim of this um, because I used to just be really excited about the fact that I'm meeting with a person or I have an opportunity to present. Right. And and I, I was truly passionate about what I was doing. And so naturally, I started talking really, really, really fast. And uh, there comes I think it comes with time, uh, confidence and and maybe repetition to where you start to really slow down because you're not as impulsive, right? So a buyer might not, it may say something to you or, you know, in the beginning and you get all excited about it because it's matching where you're trying to go. Right. But uh, you know, and, and you just get all really, really excited about it and you start talking really fast and you start showing your emotion, right. Versus, you know, when you start really doing it over and over again and you gain more confidence in what you're doing, you slow down and you realize there's a lot more questions to be asked. You know, there's, there's a lot more that needs to be done and, and you're not thinking just about the sale anymore. You're thinking about the overall outcome of the client and what's happening with them. And, and so you just kind of take, you slow down a lot and it's, you're perceived a lot more confident that way. And, and they look at you as more, as you're more wise that way, because you're not rushed to talk so quickly. Um, so it, I, I believe it plays a huge part in it. And I would really advise people who talk really fast, unless, unless your environment calls for it, obviously, um, try to slow down a little bit. Right. And you don't want to mirror and match completely. You know, you want to have your own unique style and way of delivering your message to people. But the the vocal emotion is different. And that's why I went over, you know, the different components first on, on the way that you speak or how you speak. Then it goes into the way that you're saying things. If you said something, you're so certain about the outcome and you're just trying to convince the other person, it could be buyer or seller, whatever, that it's going to work out or it's not going to work out. You'll speed up a little bit and you'll show a little bit more enthusiasm. I believe that when people are overly enthusiastic too much, then something's wrong. (laughs) They're not telling me whatever they're telling me is not true. That's why I believe the top performers out there don't sell at a high or low point. They sell at a neutral spot with buyers and selling in a neutral spot. Now they can actually make sure the buyer wants whatever they're selling completely. And it it eliminates the buyer remorse. So the certainty piece, what kind of tips would you give someone if they're real certain about an outcome and they're trying to get their point across? How can they not be overly enthusiastic, do you think? It's focus on asking more questions and, and focus on driving that client to the same level of enthusiasm as you, right? And so what I mean by that is, you know, for example, and this is where, you know, you're talking about, Chris, selling in neutral. That is extremely important. Now, shift your focus, right? So if if enthusiastic means that you're thinking a lot about what you're selling, right? right? And, And you're thinking about, yeah, this is a perfect fit for that client. And that's your only focus. That, that, to be honest, that focus doesn't matter, right? Your focus needs to be on what the client sees, what they perceive and how they feel. Mm-hmm. And the way you get to that is by starting to, to look at, at it from a lens of the client and what do they need to hear? What do they need to feel? You know, what, what is it that they're actually looking for right now? Because it's not just my product, it's their specific outcome. And so just ask a lot more questions about what the client really wants and dig deeper into that. And naturally, that takes a little bit more time. Your focus is different, so your intention is different, and so it's naturally going to just going to do something within you to where 
you're not jumping up and down. I get really excited when I start listening to the client actually talk about what their outcome is right. and what they're looking to achieve. Not because it has anything to do with what I'm selling, but just for the fact that now this client is actually opening up to me. Right. And I want to keep that going. And at some point, because we're creating a framework, at some point, as I develop this framework and they're telling me what they're looking for and we're going through that process, then my product at some point will fit into that. But not until I've gotten to that point. So that's what I would say is, you know, from an enthusiasm standpoint, stop focusing on what you're selling and that and how that helps the client and focus more about the client being able to help themselves as well. Well, it goes with also qualifying your buyer properly. If you do that effectively, then you don't really have to like push a product down someone's throat. You know, I mean, you can just plug in the holes when needed. Going into another emotion, like what if I went to say something to you like a secret? Like, Wes, if I was you, I would go that route. I really don't like that type of sale, but I'm trying to say something a little bit more sincerity. Like it, it needs to happen. Like, listen, man. If I was in your situation and then I'm going to drop something personal from their life into that hole to make sure that I'm going to tap into whatever emotion I'm trying to get from that person. And that's how you're able to really make more of an impact without you becoming a little bit more enthusiastic or excited about nothing. But I'm saying something because I understand your situation. I want you to understand if I was in your situation, this is what I would do. What are your thoughts? There's my pitch. If you think about it this way, what I try to visualize in my own mind, what I'm actually, when if I'm doing phone sales or whatever, I want to have a conversation with that person to figure out what I can do to make more of an impact in their life and improve it somehow. Yeah. And if it, one of my products or services or whatever it is fits into those holes or maybe could help them positively in their life, great. Then we're going to talk about it. But it's going to gradually happen after I'm asking questions, because I'm going to get all the way down to the core of the problem. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my brain and put it in their head. <laughs> now I'm going to let them see now it works. Oh, I can get to the outcome because that's what they're looking for when they're talking about a salesperson or a trusted advisor, right? Is that they're talking to me because they believe that I'm a person of influence or an expert in my field and I know what to do. Would you agree? Yeah, I would. And you know, it's going, I want to go back to also a point that you said before was, um, you know, going back to enthusiasm, right. And kind of uh, talking about what, you know, what you just went through. And that's that when somebody is, when somebody is overly excited, right. It can come off as inauthentic and what ends up happening is you lose trust, right. But when you're going through it the way you are, Chris, and, and talking about really putting, having them starting to think more along the level of yourself, right? Or taking your brain and putting it into their head. You're, what, you're building a lot more trust, right? And and it's more authentic. I'm going to say that word a lot in this in this episode is you're a lot more authentic because it, it seems like you care a lot more about that person. And ultimately, that's what the buyer wants to know. The, does this person actually care or am I just another sale, right? So, if I'm pumped up and I'm all I'm talking to you about is how I can help you and all the stuff and I haven't really gotten to know you, right? And I don't and I don't actually know what your problems and I haven't put myself in your shoes at all yet. Uh, I'm not building a level of trust and I'm not building any level of rapport really with you, even though I might think I am because I'm all jacked up about myself, right? But I'm not because you don't perceive me that way, right? You touched on something so important and I can't believe that I haven't mentioned this before. You know, and there's a lot of different types of sales, you know, 
processes in different companies. Unless you have a mom and pop shop and are coming for a bag of Doritos, they're going to get a bag of Doritos, right? <laughs> it's different. Right. But they don't really need a salesperson for that. It's on a rack. Okay. But if you have to go into a place and be sold by something and it does have a sales process, no salesperson in the history or whatever of ethics should ever sell something to someone that doesn't know the complete situation and what their wants and desires are before even recommending it. No person in history of sales, no, no one. Because what's going to happen is the buyer may need that product or service or good, but they don't believe that they can actually achieve what they need to. And that's what I'm talking about, taking my brain and putting it in their head for a second. I want them to be able to understand and visualize themselves. They can actually achieve it. And then once they really believe that within themselves, that pressure's gone. There's no more pressure. Now we're on the same team. I mean, you already have my brain anyway. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to reprogram their way of thinking as an educator and a coach being very directive and assertive of helping them understand, listen, when these things happen, this is what you need to do. When these things happen, this is what you're going to do. We're working on the same team now. Does that make sense? I completely changed the element and the way that the direction it could go. That's why I have so many lifelong clients. I don't have... Someone that usually just purchases one thing from me and I never talk to them ever again. People stay with me for a long time. There's people that have been with me, Wes, and you know this personally, that have been with me probably for the last like four years, three, four years. And they just keep, every time I put something new out, they buy it because there's trust. How much does that make an impact on your brand personally and on social media side just for a second? Because I know you own a social media company in marketing. How much does that make an impact, do you think? Well, it makes a huge impact because it comes it comes back to intention, right? And your intention is pure. I believe just, and I'm not trying to oversimplify things, but I truly believe that as if your intention is pure, and you're looking to do good and do well, you know, do right by everyone, that that's how you are going to come across as long as you don't let yourself be perceived any other way. But again, it's being your authentic self and focusing on truly helping the client first. That's going that's going to reflect. Uh, you're uh, on your brand as a whole, right? Especially with your social presence. And when you do have the that team around you, right? when you have those people that are on your side who are who are your advocates because that you've built that level of trust with them, you know, they're going to to make you they're going to edify you in your social presence, right? Whether it's their testimonials, whether it's what's even better, I think, than even testimonials is the way that they engage with what you're putting out there. Um, you know, all of those things have a factor because when somebody else knew, so if we're talking about social media for a second, if somebody else new comes on to your page, to whatever, and you know, how many of it, like for me, when I watch a YouTube video, the first thing I'm doing is I'm scrolling down to the comments. I have that habit of, I like to see what people are saying about this person and how they perceive this person. And a lot of people do the same thing. They'll scroll down to the comments. Uh, and if you have truly advocates on your side and people that love you, your sales process has just gotten 10 times easier because they have already, those advocates have already broken down a barrier that you typically would have to do yourself. And that barrier is your credibility and, and is your authority and your intention and your purity. And so they're already speaking for you. And so I can't stress how important that is. I mean, it's to the obvious mind, it's important, but 
if truly you focus on helping your client first and making them part of your team, it makes everything else for you in your business, in your sale process and everything just so much easier. Can you eat an orange without breaking off that outer layer? No, I also be bitter. Okay. So think about that in sales and tonality and everything that we're doing here. And I know that we're talking about social media presence as well and, and, and bleeding this in and I want to stay on point. You can't do anything worth of value, nothing, unless you break through some type of barrier. Every person on this planet, ladies and gentlemen, are not going to make it out alive. Why? Because it's the way the world works. Okay. It's how we were created. Next thing is going to happen for the time that you're born and the time that you do kick the bucket, there's going to be things that happen to you directly or indirectly. Agree? Yes. <laughs> okay. So usually what happens is if a child has been abused or had a hard life, you're going to be very sheltered and have your guard up because you believe the world is there to hurt you. Correct, Wes? Absolutely. Okay. So every person you come in contact with, I am conscious of the fact that I don't know their whole situation. I'm just a curious person anyway, and I think that's part of the reason why I have the level of success that I had over the years is that I'm going to ask questions. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help everyone understand, if you want to make an impact in the world, ask a question and use your tonality properly. If I said something to you very like directive, you know, what's going on? I need you to do this. Well, I don't have any credibility. You can believe that I actually did it. Zero credibility. That's what the internet is done for people with social media. There's probably people listening to this that work a full-time job and are selling for other companies, Wes. People think, okay, I don't I want to do what they do, but I don't even know where to start. Start putting your face out there and putting your brand out there. You are your own brand. That's who you are before you have a company. I had a brand before I had a company, Wes. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And that's where I would tell people, you know, you have to find your voice, mm -hmm. right? So what is your voice meaning your message, right? And that actually goes a lot. There a lot that goes into that, but, and you know, speaking about tonality and all of that as well, but what is your message? What is your voice? Who do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? Right? And start speaking it out into the world. You don't have to be, you know, the, the person that has half a million followers on Instagram to have some kind of impact and start developing your brand, you know, but your perception is everything. And as, as good and as a quality of a perception you can build about yourself in, in, the, in the eyes of other people, you can also destroy. And so it's very, very important, you know, as we're here talking about tonality, as we're talking about perception, as we're talking about rapport, that you focus on how could you be your best self and be able to really connect with your client and have that intention of doing well. Because right now, so say you're working a job and at some point you want to break out on your own. Well, your reputation and what you're doing now is going to follow you. Right. And so how can you, as if you're working for another company right now, I, this is how I personally function. I would act like I own that company. Mm -hmm. Right. And not, not that I'm going out telling people I own the company. What I mean by that right. is how much I actually, how much I actually care about what I do, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna care so much as if I own this company and I care about its success. Why? Because I care about the people who I'm serving. Mm -hmm. And so that, when people talk about transferable skills, that is a transferable value. And when you start caring about your clients now and you start really focusing on how you're coming across, you know, what tonality you're using with them, are, are you using all of this effectively to be able to engage with them and have them, you know, start building rapport with them? 
when you start breaking out on your own or selling other things, you're going to do the same thing. Just insert product. So I just really want to stress that. What you said, I hope that people are going to write that down or rewind it a little bit. Because everything that it happens in your life directly or indirectly is something you can learn from to do things in a better way. Um, I had a friend of mine that unfortunately had a traumatic experience and did not have access or full access to his arm, right? So I think he can move his arm. I think it was 20% up. Yeah. Well, he was a forklift driver and kind of like a, a handler in a warehouse. Couldn't do that job anymore, could he? No. No, not to the speed that the company actually wanted him to do it. And he reached out to me because he saw me doing so well with, you know, over the years. And he reached out to me and was like, hey, man, I need your kind of advice. It seems to me that, you know, you kind of fell on your feet after the military and college and whatnot. I mean, I'm looking for help. And I was like, listen, man, that's a, what are your skills? And he's like, well, you know, I'm not going to tell you what you've actually really said. But I mean, obviously, you know, like he could do law enforcement, but he can't really go do law enforcement because he's got a disability now. You know, he can go out there to defend himself hand to hand combat, but he can't really get paid for what he's worth, especially in his location. So one of the things that I was trying to help him with is talking about his own story and the things that he's been through that he's able to help people in a positive light. The guy's a motivational speaker now, probably makes over about, I don't know, 400K a year. Do you see my point? Everything that happens in life, there's something that you can actually turn into value, you know, if you come on the other side of that pain. And I know that we're talking about, you know, the intangible elements of communication and tonality, but didn't he have, wouldn't he have to be able to perfect his own voice and be able to work on the way that he's going to communicate with others if he wasn't going to do what he does now? Does that make sense? I mean, like you can't let anything happen to you in life, destroy you. You can always move forward and it all happens with you selling yourself first. Your story is the most important aspect of any sale mm-hmm. right and especially if you're a motivational speaker and you know learn and, and learning how to communicate that well will allow you to connect with a lot more people especially if you know if you learn how to tap into your most vulnerable side right and so a lot of people are scared to talk about their traumatic uh, you know accidents or their traumatic experiences you know or anything else that's happened to them and they think that being vulnerable is it's weakness, but it can actually be a strength. And, you know, when you're working, this is actually for the, the any salesperson out there, when you're working with someone who, as you said, Chris, is more sheltered and is more reserved, understand that the, this person's gone, probably gone through a lot in their life. And mm-hmm. that also has, you know, brought up their guard to where they don't trust a lot of people and they don't trust what you're saying at face value. And so being able to connect with them and build that rapport through effective communication, especially through the, you know, the, the way that you sound as far as like, do you actually sound like that you care or is it, do you just sound like you have an objective? Right. And so the way that you sound, the way that you connect with them, the questions that you ask, the rapport that you build, the way that they, the way that they respond to you and you dig deeper into their response, all of that is going to play a huge role in them finally opening up to you. And when they start seeing you as that safe space, Mm-hmm. And that's what you're trying to get them to do. Like they, you know, they can talk to me, you know, people not for me, my, you know, for me personally, people feel very, um, they feel very safe talking to me about things. Why? Because over time, you know, I've, I've built that, you know, um, connection with them or let, you know, they, they've built 
this perception of me that obviously what they say to me stays with me and I genuinely care. Mm -hmm. But I can also take that same attribute straight to a new client that I just met by what I'm saying, but also how I'm saying it. So if I truly care about you, I'm going to sound more like how I sound right now, right? Because I truly care about what I'm saying, but I care about what you, but about you as well. And that comes across, and this is where I talk about being authentic. Check your intention. If your intention isn't pure, you're not coming off. You're going to, you're not going to come off as pure. If you're doing something for any type of gain, like as in currency or whatever, and that's your only purpose, you're not going to hit the pinnacle level of success and whatever that is. I don't care what, who you are. And you're not going to be, or if you do, you, you won't be able to sustain that peak performance. I don't do things, Wes. And I, and I think that's why we get along so well, just to do things. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to try to be the best at it. And I'm never going to you know, be perfect in sales or whatever. But it doesn't take me long, Wes, to break through someone's barriers or bullshit. And I'll find out who they really are and see if I can help them any kind of way. And it doesn't take me long. It usually that first call, I know who that person is completely because I spend the time and I don't do it a long time with us. I mean, you've actually heard a lot of my calls. I get on a phone for 10 minutes and know exactly who they are and what they're going to do because I have that emotional intelligence. Right. And, and that's that emotional intelligence is a key factor in being able to build that connection and understand what tonality you should be using, right? Being aware of what tonality you should be using, how that's coming across to the other person. How are they perceiving it? Right. And, and then that's where it allows you and kind of, and what you've said before, Chris, being able to, to you know, put your, your brain in their head, right. That's what allows you then to be able to do that because you can recognize what, where that person is at that present time and what they need to do for them to be able to even be impressionable right. to where you want them to go. And, and that's, I think that's a topic we can spend a ton of time on. We could probably talk for about 48 hours right now straight about emotional intelligence, but that's a huge piece. <laughs> I think that if I can teach anything to a new salesperson, that would be it, is the emotional intelligence piece. It's not as complex as people think. If you really want to maximize your full potential all the way to the, all the, way to the top and be able to accomplish anything you want, all it takes is for you to take a second and figure out who you really are and what you're trying to do. The person you need to convince first is yourself. Wes, have you ever talked to yourself in a mirror? All the time. What is the probability that you actually use tonality perfectly when you're talking to yourself in a mirror? I think it's extremely high because it's it's the it's the one person that you know you can be completely real with. No bullshit, right? Right. But what if I told you that that's where my confidence comes when I'm speaking to someone on the phone or in person? It makes a lot of sense, actually. What makes sense about that piece? It's the way that you, it's the way that you perceive that conversation, right? It's your perception. And so, you know, the way that I understand it is that when you're on the phone with that person, you're treating that person as if you're looking in the mirror. Right. The same way that I would say it to myself is I would say it to them. And of course I would deliver it differently, but I truly believe I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell anything to anybody that I don't truly believe in my heart and soul that that's going to actually help them. If I if you can't do that, you're I don't give a shit how many podcasts of mine you listen to or how many trainings you go courses you go through of mine at TCR Consulting Agency, nothing's gonna break through. Because you haven't even un, you don't even know who the hell you are in the first place. And that's the problem with a lot of people. You know why I think immigrants or people coming from different parts of the world that like maybe 
I don't know, Venezuela, or they're coming from Spain or certain parts of there, or going from the other, the you know, the eastern part of the world, and they're coming to America and they're killing it, is because they get there for wherever they're long in America because they have so many opportunities, a land of opportunity. That's why you see more of those millionaires and billionaires than you do actually people from America. That's entitlement. When you don't have anything, you don't have those options. You don't have whatever. It's the drive. It's everything inside you and it's confidence. It's the will to be able to overcome anything that life throws at you. That's how I feel when I get on a phone or I get in person. If I believe that I have the product or service or whatever it is that changed your life, I'm going to be able to sell that with confidence and understand that I'm doing it ethically to help them improve their situation. It comes back to your belief. It comes, yeah, completely. I couldn't agree any more to that. And thank you for saying that. And that belief and that conviction, because you have belief, well, we'll put it this way, it gives people the actual understanding behind it. You have an opinion, usually it's said by someone else, or you have an idea that comes from your thought, or someone else said it to you. Then it turns into a belief. Now you know it can be true. And then you would have a conviction. That means without a shadow of a doubt, you believe it. How many of you right now have an opinion about that you're good about with tonality and you're good with rapport, or you have a belief that you're good with rapport, or you have a conviction? Okay, I will put it this way. I'm not phenomenal on every piece of sales, Wes. There's a lot of mistakes and flaws that I do have, but I overcome it with rapport and I overcome it with the way that I deliver it, the message, and that's tonality. And understanding their situation is emotional intelligence. Right. And, that's, and I do it confidently. Yeah, that's a huge piece. I mean, I... <laughs> We can't stress that enough, you know, because again, it comes back, like you said, to conviction. I mean, let's let's put it this way. I kind of want to go back to your immigrant um, example. If if you're somebody who just came from a war torn country, and your life has just been hell for while well, your entire life, and then you come here, you know, to America, for example, and you you know you you're safe, you can you can put food on your table, right, and you look around you and you say, you look at capitalism and you say, you know, I can do anything I want to do and I could be anything I want to be because anything is better than where I was. And, and you live your life by that mantra, right? To where I'm going to be my best self every single day. And I'm in a land of opportunity. I could do whatever I want to do. I just have to choose what I want to do and I'm going to go after it. And there's nothing going to hold me back because, you know, when people, they, people get soft or when people, you know, when they say that, oh, I'm falling into depression, right? Or, or you know, I don't, I don't feel like doing anything today. Well, you know, if, if you were in another country and someone was shooting at you, you would be getting up and you'd be doing something about it. That's where that chip comes from, you know, to be able to, and the will to do more. And, but also that's where you, you truly, you're so authentic with people because you came from a position where you might die, right? And so you don't care to be fake. You don't, you, you're just going to be your real self and you don't really know anything else at that point. And that's, you know, going back to your point, Chris, that's, that's why it's so important that you truly stay authentic to yourself and do things for the right reasons. And everything else will start to fall in place over time. You'll catch the mistakes that you make. You'll, you'll know that maybe I shouldn't have said this here, especially if you're, you're recording your calls and you're listening to your calls. But your intention doesn't change. And that intention is to truly help that other individual. So if there's anything that you can focus on, focus on that piece. Because, you know, unless uh, unless you're a robot, you know, your tonality also is going to flow 
with how you really feel during that interaction. And so if you really care, it's going to come across as you really care. But that's where the emotional intelligence also comes in to understand what that person needs from you in that certain time period. And, you know, some of that comes with experience. Some of that comes with age. Some of that comes with, uh, you know, a lot of learning really and going through and, and learning a lot more about emotional intelligence. But sometimes, you know, you might think that somebody needs a certain thing and then you might try to deliver that and it doesn't work. Pay attention to those times. Pay attention to when that happens. Pay attention to when you say something and then all of a sudden there's an immediate disconnect between you and the customer. Because what you thought was exactly what that person needed at that time, at that level, didn't turn out to be so. And there's so many lessons that I've learned just from that alone. So it's like, why did I, I feel like I was about to help this person by saying this. And it completely didn't go the in the way that I thought it would. And then I started to realize where that person actually was when maybe they were feeling this type of emotion or maybe they didn't trust me as much. And what they actually needed to hear was X, Y, and Z and focus on that self-awareness. The piece that you just said, and, and I want the listeners to really grasp this. What will help you make sure that you're cutting out all the things that you do incorrectly is staying in a high level of rapport and using your tonality properly. Here's the missing piece. And here's something that I've learned over the years that has made so much an impact in my life, personally, financially, everything in business, is that I do not speak unless I know for sure it's going to benefit their outcome. What does that mean, Wes? That's your conviction. That's your intention. That's the only thing I'm worried about is their outcome. Not what I'm selling, what they're out, what are they trying to achieve? I'm not going to say anything. I'll give them tough love. Sometimes people need to kick an ass. I'm going to be honest with you. If you got on the phone with me, Wes, and you're just trying to be extremely motivating and what motivates me is pain. Okay. I'm not going to be, Hey, you make a hundred million dollars. You can do this and do that. I don't give a shit. Whatever. You tell me that I'm going to lose something, family, friends, whatever, whatever it is, that's going to make more of an impact because that goes back into the personalities. And you need to learn more about that. Join one of our free courses. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Tying everything back in goes into emotional intelligence. You have to understand who the fuck are you talking to? If you don't know who you're talking to, don't speak unless you ask the right questions to understand that person is not going to hurt me. It's not a threat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you have to be able to get your point across. You're going to utilize your tonality. And, you know, I know we're going to beat people up, you know, and I don't want to keep, I don't want to use that word that you keep saying over and over because I would let you have that one on this one. <laughs> What's that A word? Authentic. Authentic. And that's what this whole world is striving for right now. And those are the ones that you see doing extremely well because they're true to themselves. I'm the same person, Wes, that you see on these videos. I'm the same person that you hear on this podcast than I am in my personal life. Sometimes that's a bad thing because I say the things that I want to say. That's what breaks through or helps me break through people's barriers because they see me as a real person. They don't see me for all the successes and accolades that I've achieved. They don't see all that. They know it because if they don't have to read long or look hard to find them, that's a, you know, it's just part of success. Right. That's actually one thing that we need, we should probably talk about more is we always talk about mirroring the buyer, mm -hmm. right? But we never usually talk about the buyer mirroring you, meaning that, you know, a lot of the things that you can break through 
could be by the the way that the other person perceives you. Right. Right. So if you are an image of what they want to be, right, and and you are, uh, you know, you represent what they're striving for, that that alone could break through a lot of the barriers that that person has and have and have them open up to you. But you have to understand, going back to tonality, and well, effective communication as a whole, you have to understand how to be able to to put your perception out to them in the right way using the things that you say and how you say them so that they know this is the person that I want to be like and they'll start mirroring you it's true because they don't they don't want to be themselves right they obviously if, depending on the scenario but they don't want to be themselves they want to be more like you right and so and they'll start mirroring you but this this goes for all industries it doesn't matter whether you're a real estate agent or a car salesman who you are and how someone perceives you is very important because if they want to be like you or if they really like you and and you build a massive amount of rapport and trust, you can sell anything. Why? Because they they trust the fact that because of who you are, your recommendation has to be valid and it's going to make the most sense for them. And what's going to make the most sense for them is improving their life, correct? Absolutely. Three quarters of this world are somewhat dissatisfied with their current situation. Three quarters of the world, 70 something percent of people. If they feel like that you are trying to convince them or push something on them, they're not going to be open to that. If they actually understand without a shadow of a doubt in their own mind that this person is here to help me and he wouldn't do this or she wouldn't do this or to recommend this for me unless it was the best route possible way for me to go it based on all the things that they found out about me, then they're going to be more open to listen to you and more inclined to listen to what you have to say. And I don't want to keep beating these people up, but what is that A word again? Authenticity. You just got to be real, man. Be real. Be who you are. If you're a snake oil salesperson, go be that. (laughs) And I'm going to go sign up to buy whatever competitor you have and I'm going to ruin you. (laughs) Because I can't. that's one thing I cannot stand is people selling something to someone that they know it's not going to work. I it, it just oh gives me it gives me so many emotions that I can't talk about publicly. <laughs> right? Right. I just really don't want to express myself with that because I believe what I believe. Right. I believe that there is good in every person. I believe that when you very first start out, you don't think, okay, I'm going to be a freaking mass murderer. Something obviously had to happen to you to get that way. You have to be able to understand that every person in this world is going through shit. Some severe, some not so bad. So what can you do to be able to put them in a better mood? Start with that. My grandmother used to say that. The only thing you should do all day is just make someone smile. I'm not saying you walk around and be a clown all day. What she's talking about is make them feel good. I talked about on the on the previous podcast. That's my intention when I get on some phone with someone or I'm in person. I want to make sure that I'm actually listening to what they're saying to me and I understand what they mean behind it, even if their words don't match up. And then I'm going to find a way to make them feel better about their current situation. And I hope that that makes sense to everyone listening out there. In Monday's episode, I believe that you know we're going to go with emotional intelligence. I think that's where we're going to make the most impact, Wes. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. That's that's a topic we should probably spend a lot of time on because it's it really does make a big difference. For all the listeners out there that believe that we didn't touch on all the things that you wanted to learn about tonality, I promise you, I cannot talk about sales without talking about tonality. There's going to be other episodes, and I'm pretty sure if you're listening in every week or every single episode, there's previous episodes where we talk about it a lot as well. 
it's going to keep coming back up. The goal and the intention of this podcast is to be able to reach out to all the people that we don't help currently. And who we're serving right now in all our companies, that's why we don't get on here and try to sell. The three links inside of the description box, the first one, not that difficult to understand. It's a feedback link. Submit your feedback. Tell us about the show. Do you not like my voice? <laughs> Do you not like Wes? Whatever it is, tell me. I mean, any feedback's good for me. So I want to know, we want to be able to sit down and we do strategize a lot together personally, myself and Wes, and we try to come up with ideas on how we can make more of an impact with all the listeners because we have received tons of information from people. And that's why we're going this route with a new format. The second thing is, is a business pre-placement and a sales pre-placement. Those are free courses. Wes, are we trying to charge for these things? Not at all. I'm trying to give it away. I just want to help the people and showing my appreciation for those who actually tune in for our podcast and you actually get a free consultation. They're not trying to sell you anything. What they're trying to do is advise you on what you can do in whatever situation you're in. I'm excited about the new format for this year, 2020. We're going to you know, make this podcast one of, be the, one of the best ones out there, I believe, with this format. It's because it's more engagement, social media stuff. Where can they find you, Wes? I'm pretty sure they've already found you anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Where can they find you, man? Uh, and really anywhere, whether it's YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, just at West Bays, and you'll find me. I'm, I'm lucky enough to have a unique name. So, <laughs> any last words, Wes? Uh, yeah, one thing is um, there's a power in in helping others, and so if you know anybody who can get a lot of value from listening to this, make sure that you share it with them. You know, it's uh, you could be doing somebody a huge favor and, and making a big impact in their career just by allowing them to listen to this podcast. And not that they'll, they're going to get everything in the world in this podcast, but just for what it might do for them mm -hmm. as far as their focus and their energy and, and just growing as a person. And so I would highly encourage, share this with anybody who you feel like can get a lot of value from this. Other than that, I appreciate being on here and I wish everyone a, a wonderful week and, and look forward to the next episode. Beautiful. I appreciate you guys listening in all the way to the end and I will see you on Monday. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit better each day? That 1%. Until the next episode, keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Let's go with our day. Take care. Thank you for taking your time and listening to today's podcast of The Win-Win Effect. As a thank you for listening and tuning in, Chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success. In success, it's all about living a better quality of life. So at the very least, subscribe to the Win-Win Effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com.